0: This is an MVP podcast, My Village Productions.
1: Welcome to Unsolved America, a show where we explore unsolved mysteries throughout the United States. I'm your host, Tiffany.
0: And I'm your host, Andy. And each week, we will throw a dart at the map, and wherever it lands is the location of our mystery. This week, I landed on Pennsylvania.
1: Ooh, Pennsylvania
0: yeah that's where the
1: hershey's factory is (laughs) i've never been but i want to go
0: is it really in pennsylvania
1: yeah there's a place called hershey pennsylvania and
0: that's where the Hershey was it named after the chocolate bar or was it the the town yeah
1: i think the city was named first
0: well it's no no no, i'm just wondering i
1: don't know actually but that's where it is.
0: was like the Hershey family, like a wealthy family, and they had a town named after them, and then they invented chocolate, and then they became even more wealthy. I don't know why I'm asking you like a deep dive history into <laughs> like a shitty chocolate bar. I
1: don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
0: You seem to know a lot about it. You knew it was from Pennsylvania.
1: I mean, that's all I know.
0: You're like, I think that's pretty common knowledge in America. It is. <laughs> I, I didn't know, know. that. Well, that's okay. Well, that's okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, this is the story of 14 year old Sarah Ray Boehm. 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 Sarah was a cheerleader and a member of the band at her high school located in Rochester, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. She was described as being a shy individual who loved animals and going to church.
1: Oh, sweet girl. Jesus
0: is a biscuit
1: a biscuit
0: let him sop you up
1: (laughs) that's a lot
0: (laughs) that was uh a Latrice motherfucking royale reference for you Mm. anyway in mid-July of 1994 Sarah told her brother late one evening that she was headed to her friend's house for a sleepover the Fred only lived two blocks away, and everything seemed normal until their mother received a phone call that Sarah had not made uh, made it to her counseling appointment for the next day.
1: Okay, only two blocks away, though. I mean, yeah, definitely
0: not that far. Like, if nah, I don't know,
1: a lot can happen two blocks.
0: Like in the nineties, I can definitely see somebody being like, "Yeah, it's fine." Now I'd be like, mm, "I'll walk you there." <laughs>
1: <laughs> How old was she?
0: She was fourteen. Okay. Roughly the age of my sister. I would still walk my sister there to make sure that she was. But she's also my sister's little. So Sarah's mom uh, immediately contacted the friend that Sarah was supposed to stay with and was told that Sarah never came over for a sleepover.
1: Mm. Where'd you go?
0: (laughs) It turns out that they had discussed it, but it did not pan out the way that they had wanted. So Sarah never came over. The family immediately contacted the authorities, but the initial search for Sarah was not successful. Nobody knew, like... Anywhere that she could be.
1: That's so weird, though.
0: She had never like really mentioned that she wanted to run away, or she didn't seem unhappy. Now, this next bit of information may have something to do with why they would consider her a runaway. Okay. Let's let's. But did they
1: mention that like she had a fight with her family or?
0: No, but there was a little bit of family drama going on at the time. Okay,
1: I'll wait. I'll wait.
0: So. The night that Sarah left her home, she had only taken her purse, which typically tells us that that person is going to return at some point. If you're not taking any personal items other than your purse, which probably has your wallet and cash or whatever, your house keys, chances are you're coming back home.
1: Depends on what kind of purse, but I digress. Proceed.
0: <laughs> You're like, was it a small clutch? Was it like a tote bag? Was
1: <laughs> She could have had snacks for days in there.
0: You never know. It's true. A woman's purse can hold many wonders <laughs> that we do not dare go into.
1: <laughs> you better not.
0: So a few days after she had disappeared, her parents made a shocking discovery um, underneath her pillow. A letter from Sarah was, was found, and in this letter, Sarah explained that she wanted to leave home due to the feeling of being such a burden to her family.
1: Oh, that's sad.
0: She goes on to make a confession that she had also met a guy who gave her love and whatever else she was missing from home, and that he was a very, very abusive man. Now, that's a direct quote. She said he is a very, very abusive man.
1: But how why would she think...
0: That, that she should go. <laughs>
1: well, why would she think she was getting the love she wasn't getting at home?
0: Yeah, see, it doesn't make sense.
1: To then go to someone that's abusive.
0: Yeah. But maybe it's like the love and the affection that she was getting from this person outweighed the bad stuff in her mind. I mean, she's only 14 years old. True. And
1: I mean, honestly, how many? It's average eight or nine times or women go back to men that abuse them at least eight or nine times before they actually leave.
0: That's true. So. To quote the letter exactly, she said, uh, didn't anyone ever wonder why I was always injured? And I would just say that I fell.
1: Yeah, that that (coughs) worries me because at the end of the day, why are you... As parents, why aren't you noticing?
0: For real, though.
1: Something like that. like. But then again, I guess like
0: to play like the devil's advocate here, I guess, would be I mean, she was in cheerleading practice. She was she was also in the band like she could have had an accident like she could have been like, oh, I fell at cheerleading practice like they threw me up and I fell onto the ground. So like you probably wouldn't like really think anything of it you know what i mean
1: once maybe twice maybe
0: well it depends on how good they were that's true (laughs) you can assume
1: this person who's doing cheerleading Mm -hmm. and marching band is sort of athletic true and yes you can still get hurt even though you're athletic but i'm not falling i am falling over every five minutes
0: you and i are clumsy people but we trip we fall
1: I don't see a soccer player falling when they're standing.
0: It's true. Their equilibrium is pretty, 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 pretty good. (laughs) Pretty, pretty good. (laughs) Pretty, pretty good.
1: But, yeah, that's just weird to me.
0: Yeah, so the family immediately turned the letter over to the authorities, and the investigators found out that the letter had been written in different inks, which led them to believe that the letter had been tampered with prior to them finding it. I
1: mean two ways we can go here but by who right we don't know because there was no one at the house the brother was there right
0: brother was there mom dad (laughs) well okay so
1: or the pen could have just ran out of ink
0: yeah that's what i thought too i was like and it's not common like i've done that before where it's like The pen will run out and then like I would switch to a pen like a different pen, but like the same color. Yeah. Like so two black pens or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's very interesting. I mean,
1: we don't know, and that's what's probably concerning to the police, but at the same time, there is a logical explanation, but there also could be some shady things.
0: Definitely. So they continued to search into her past, and they discovered that Sarah actually had reported a man as trying to abduct her a few months prior to her disappearance. And this occurred while she was leaving her church. Oh. So.
1: Outside of a church.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it's commonplace to abduct kids, which is terrible.
1: That just made me sad.
0: Yeah. No, because it's like church. I think they do it on purpose, right? Because, like, they teach you that churches are safe right but like the church community is safe so then like it's an easy target for people to go into uh the parking lot and talk to people because they're very trusting
1: true and kids that i mean i don't want to generalize but kids that go to church
0: yeah continue
1: Kids that go to church are very are trusting, like you said and yeah. they, they're unfortunately pray for people who are very manipulative, definitely in whatever situation
0: definitely <laughs> so with all the very little information that they have, the authorities believe that she was just another runaway mm. and that she would soon make either make contact with the family or return home. This theory was also based on the on her family life. Sarah's parents had recently divorced and it was proving to be difficult for Sarah. Yeah. So I get their theory. I think it is a strong theory mm-hmm. that she ran away. Um, A lot of kids do it. True. Especially around times where like major life I, yeah. shifts, like <laughs> life events occur, like right. parents getting divorced and things of that nature. And then that also may be, why she was feeling like she was a burden. Yeah, I mean... And the letter. The letter also points to she ran away.
1: Right.
0: She ran away to be with some guy. Which well, she Supposedly.
1: Could've, she could have, right? Yeah, and I it's mean, a
0: tangible theory.
1: That's what you do is you run away whenever you get stressed or in a mm-hmm. situation that just is not mentally healthy, but you sometimes run to the wrong...
0: The wrong individual. Mm-hmm. Well, it's easy for manipulative people to be able to prey on hurt people right because they know the buttons to push Mm -hmm. and they can say all the right words to get them to come with them right right so Mm. not looking so good so a few years actually passed and the case went absolutely cold nothing Mm. they no leads they had no idea where she was i think they really were relying on the On the theory that she was a runaway and that she would eventually make contact again with the family in her own due time. Yeah. Also, some people don't. Some people, there's a whole ID show out there called Disappeared, and it's about people who literally disappear without a trace because they don't want to be found. They leave their life behind, start a new life somewhere. We don't know where they are, but they're out there.
1: I mean, they could be out there dead. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) but a lot of the times it's like interesting in that in in that show specifically they only tell stories about where it's like people literally do google searches like how to create a new identity how to get away how to like things like that and then they'll kind of like map their like plan essentially i mean the internet's good for stalking people
1: true i mean there are people that want to get away from their situation and you yeah. look at that and you know especially if they're in an abusive relationship or
0: mm-hmm.
1: in a family that they're still they're getting abused some way or another and mm-hmm. there are people that do that but it's still very scary
0: yes definitely yeah so fast forward to 2001 okay an investigator was going through the database of unidentified murder victims and it's called the Doe Network. Yeah. When they came across a case that seemed very similar to Sarah's, the description and the sketch that was provided on the on the network seemed to be a match. Mm. So they started looking into the case once again and they decided to take a sample of DNA from Sarah's mother and then sent it away for testing and get it compared to the remains that were found. Mm-hmm. Um. That they had in Ohio, surprisingly. That's
1: pretty far trek. Yeah. Away from Pennsylvania.
0: Definitely. So, backtrack to November of 1994. I I I, I, I staged it purposefully this way because okay. it's it's interesting. So, just a few short months after she went missing, authorities in Ohio found skeletal remains in the. Berlin reservoir the remains were unidentified and at the time uh, they were placed at the coroner's office in Ohio investigators believe that the Jane Doe was the victim of a very violent homicide but they were never able to confirm what the cause of death was Uh Uh, and then it wasn't until that 2001 connection that the uh, remains were linked back to Sarah T- two years after they did the testing, came back positive. Don't know why it took two years to get the DNA test for results back. I but...
1: mean, <laughs> it takes forever for <laughs> states to do this, and it's a wonder why.
0: Truly. I don't understand why it why it took so long. But unfortunately, the remains that were found in 1994 in Ohio were tested and confirmed to be those of Sarah. Uh, Boehm it it was now the belief that Sarah had been murdered very shortly after the night that she left the house
1: I mean let's like take it back though like you're leaving to let's say this was all factual Mm -hmm. and you had a boyfriend that wanted to run away with you or go be with you and then a few days later
0: yeah you're dead yeah well and that's just the the thing is is like well one i i i don't want to google it because it's weird but i wonder i wonder how long it takes for a body to decompose Uh. for them to only find skeletal remains so because that would tell you because she went missing in july she was found in november and all the all that remained were skeletal remains
1: I mean, they do decompose. Is it that fast? It depends on.
0: But I guess they're exposed to like the elements and like all that. So I guess it would wear and tear naturally, probably faster than if they were.
1: Well, and also animals.
0: True. Mm. Wildlife would. But if it was
1: during the winter, the body would be frozen and it would take a lot Mm -hmm. longer for it to decompose. Like. Yeah. It's just science.
0: It's just science, dude. So. They actually made another uh, disturbing discovery when they finally made the connection between Sarah and and the skeletal remains in Ohio. Uh So in August of 1994, the remains of Catherine Menendez were found in the same exact area that Sarah's body would be found a few months later. Catherine was bludgeoned, stabbed and strangled. She was murdered in another location and her nude body was left in the wooded area. Her body was discovered approximately a half mile from where Sarah's location was. Um, to this day, authorities in Pennsylvania and Ohio have not been able to figure out who murdered Sarah or Catherine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the detectives believe that the cases may be connected, but at the time being, they're treating them as parallel investigations due to a lack of evidence.
1: Much as they should, but that's, <clears throat> I mean.
0: And Catherine it- was 17. I should have mentioned that. So roughly close in age too.
1: Yeah, that is really close in age. But you said that they were f- the. It was like a a park, right? Like a national park or something.
0: Yeah, it was like a reservoir, okay. the Berlin Reservoir, which I think is like a. It's a state park in Ohio.
1: To only to drop bodies off half a mile from each other, and I'm mm-hmm. thinking of reservoir where. There's, like, a lot of wooded area. Well, think
0: of, like, Cherry Creek Reservoir. Right. Which is, like, right down the road. Like, it's massive.
1: Right. That's what I am saying. And, like, for it to be that close.
0: Yeah. Somebody had to have known the area. They must have known. I mean, maybe, Ka- uh, not Catherine, Sarah's body was, maybe they put it deeper into the woods so it would be harder to find because they found the first body too fast or something. Yeah. I don't know. Because she, uh, her body... It, it was a body that they found it wasn't just skeletal remains yeah
1: they found it pretty quick
0: yeah exactly it
1: must have been like off the beaten path or whatever mm-hmm. and then that person was like oh
0: let's go a little deeper because sarah's remains were actually found by hunters well, in the who, area
1: who would be like in, in the, the, the woods, woods.
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man but if you have any information uh Pennsylvania state force is asking for anybody to come forward with any information um, that they think that you think is relative to this case because they really don't know much.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it.
0: Sad. Yeah, very sad.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Unsolved America. Head on over to Facebook and Instagram and follow us at Unsolved America MVP.
0: And be sure to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. If you need to contact us, please email MVP at gmail.com. And we'll talk to you next week. This has been an MVP podcast by Village Production.